Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show, Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. And today I'm your host, Helen Panos. My assistant, Bill Melkahenny, is going to be um, doing some hosting as well, beginning in season eight. Um, I am transitioning more into advocacy because more and more parents are needing me. And so with my 25 plus years of experience, uh, we are rebranding a little bit and we definitely are continuing with tutoring. Uh, A lot of people call us for tutoring to start off with, but um, it's also finding, you know, it's becoming very real that there's no way to just tutor and not advocate for a child through a school system or other resources anymore. So, and there's a huge AJC article out today. Uh, Today's, uh, when we're recording this is December the uh, 11th. And um, so, 12, sorry. And um, so in the AJC, that's the Atlanta Journal of Constitution, there's a huge article today on uh, uh, is if struggling kids should be special ed or not. And I I invite people to definitely Google this no matter when you hear this podcast and find that article because it's very important. This is what's going on today. I'll just be real with you right now. Okay, so this is why I'm having to advocate and and do more than my tutor's tutoring. I'm having to jump in as well as a former 504 chair. And, um, you know, I have other resources on the staff. We have 15 tutors, so I can reach out to a lot of people and we can make it happen for you. And if we can't, I can connect you to who can. So uh, let's just, I want to just start off, uh, uh, hold up my guest for just a minute and introducing her and saying, Parents, let's just be honest. When you read this article, you'll understand school systems are not going to be your total answer, and they can't be. They're saying it in the article. So please be aware of that, and don't. Uh, I want to invite you to look elsewhere because uh, you're losing time, let's say, precious time in getting your children the help they need. I'll be honest. It has to do with funding. It has to do with not having the you know, the personnel, just like you hear restaurants don't have the staffing, schools don't have the staffing either. They don't have, have the know-how. They're trying to figure this out themselves. There's a huge gray area right now on whether the pandemic has caused a lot of these problems or not. That's pretty much what the article is talking about. Um, I may have to do a podcast on that. <laughs> so I don't want to take up any more of uh, this particular podcast time and talking in depth about that. But I want to invite um, and, and, you know, welcome Lakshmi and, J- and I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong, Jayanti to the uh, show. And she will pronounce her name correctly for me. <laughs> Thank you. It's Lakshmi. Lakshmi, sorry. You got the last name right, Jayanti, yeah. (laughs) I love your last name, that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) So Lakshmi is a founder of an organization called Pickup Sports, 
And this is very interesting, a little different from what I do, but I always bring on all kinds of guests that I feel parents should hear from. And this is definitely related to sports. Those of you that are sports enthusiasts or not, actually, she'll tell you about that in a minute. But um, I want her to tell you, oh, first I'm going to introduce her and then she's going to tell you a little bit about her journey. So Lakshmi is a founder of the Pickup Sports for Families mobile app that is bringing back neighborhood sports for kids. As a mom of two young kids, she was tired and frustrated with the overwhelming schedules and professionalism of youth sports. With the Pickup Sports app, you can create and find neighborhood sports playgroups. Each week, you get videos and instructions of what the kids should play to try that sport or just let them play for fun. Yeah, woohoo! I agree with that. You make your own schedules and pick where you want to meet. This is awesome because your children can meet other kids they would never have met. Yep, really, <laughs> that's absolutely. awesome. Yep. I'm a social person, so I love that idea. Yes. Um, yes. Thank so you. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Oh, sure. Um, well, yes, I, right now I'm a mom of two young kids. They're both in elementary school. Um, but, you know, growing up, I, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s when kids would just go outside and play for fun. I had brothers. So, of course, I hated sports because they were like, you know, pushing it. And I went, I wanted to watch Melrose Place. Um, but and, uh, it, it, sports has been a theme throughout my life, whether it was growing up and just playing for fun and meeting other kids, or when I met my husband, who happens to be um, uh, working in the sports industry. He's a sports medicine physician. Um, okay. He's one of the world's top researchers on youth sports injuries. Um, and so for about 15 to almost 20 years, he's been speaking to the world about how um, kids are just getting burned out um, and getting injured from overuse injuries. And the number of kids that are actually playing is declining, even though it sometimes feels like it's getting worse and worse. It's actually getting smaller and smaller as far as the number of kids actually playing. Um, when we started having, when we had kids of our own and they started getting into sports, um, I, that's when I really felt the problem. I have a business background. I've had a startup before. I worked in marketing at big companies and consulting. And we kind of came to the point where we we're like, okay, let's get our heads together and figure out how to solve this problem and not just talk about it. So here that's we are today. Awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I love the, hearing how uh, small business owners become a business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, and it's usually we find a problem and we really set out to solve it. Yeah. A problem or a passion, right? Mine's more yes. of a passion, but a problem too. Yes. <laughs> it was a problem. Yeah. Um, now, if you had asked me a few years ago that education or tutoring would be actually involving advocacy in, in this way, not knowing COVID was going to happen right? Yeah. Um, I would have never thought that probably right. three, four years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how can parents navigate balancing sports and activities along with everything that comes with school? Yeah, how it's that's an important question, especially when you have multiple children. Like, how do you, you know, do you do, are you doing the kid handoff? Like you take this person there, you take that person there. It is overwhelming. And some people, some families set um, boundaries like, okay, you're only going to do one activity in the fall. And then you have your tutoring and you have your other academic activities and you just stick to one. Um, but sometimes the kid wants to do multiple. And then if you have multiple kids, it just grows. So um, balancing is really about um, keeping some things fun and whether, and, and that's what I believe when it comes to sports. Um, if the, if the child has a passion for it and really enjoys doing it, 
then sign them up or have them go play. But if you're forcing it on them, then it's not going to work and it becomes a stressor on the whole family. So balancing it is about picking and choosing the right what's right for your child um, and, and letting them explore. So if they're only sticking to one thing, that doesn't mean it's the one thing forever. Maybe right now they're going to do soccer for a couple months and then, you know, try flag football the next couple months. And that's okay. It's okay to move around and switch around and, and create something that works for your schedule. And of course, anytime you can have your kids in the same thing together, when they're the same, you know, similar ages, have them do that be an advocate for your child to, for your kids to be on the same teams. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was just talking on another podcast about how kids today have so much going on with trying to figure out how to balance uh, sports and academics and, you know, maybe church or whatever they're attending, um, you know, as a service on a Sunday or even a Saturday. So, or any day of the week, because, you know, a lot of people are involved with um, spiritual um, nonprofits or whatever, and they they do other things during the week too. A lot of Catholic churches have Wednesday dinners or Wednesday connections, and then they have meetings too. So a lot of the bigger right. churches do that. So then everybody's trying to figure out how to balance all this, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and specifically when it comes to sports, it doesn't have to be organized. You don't have to join a league. Just have, if they really enjoy soccer, but a travel team is not going to work for you, mm-hmm. let them play soccer. Let go play. Right. They can get their passion out. And if they don't have the time, because I just said in this podcast, something might have to be removed right right. should be the priority right so if you can't you really don't want your child to be in an organized sports thing where you're paying a lot of money possibly even or and these these sports things are happening in the spring in the fall not just one season anymore then it's eating up a lot of parents time right so Yeah, Yeah, this is a great way to still allow them to do that, meet other kids too, and still get that passion that they have. Exactly. Have a regular, that's exactly what we're building with our app. Have a regular cadence of meeting up with friends and playing for fun and still have some competition because they want the competition, but you don't have to join like these travel teams or, you know. Because sports are important and that, you know, it helps with ADHD children and getting that. Mm -hmm you know, that energy out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And keeping fit, of course, and healthy. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Would you like your child to be a part of the gifted program in your school system? Kids in the gifted program receive more attention and awards and can attend better colleges. It's well worth your time to make sure they get in the gifted program by getting the appropriate score on the gifted qualification tests. What most parents don't know is that you can actually help your child study for the gifted tests and get accepted. We at Dynamis Learning Academy assist children so they can qualify for the gifted program in their public school. To learn more about this, go to dynamislearningacademy.com or reach us at 770-282-9931. Thank you. Some parents say, my kids hate sports, <laughs> but we know all the benefits that it has. We just mentioned a few. This leads right into this question. What can uh, a parent do to encourage them to play then? If so, they- sure. Um, so encouraging them is about, there's there's a couple things. One is be a role model, especially with young kids. When you're playing, they're more likely to play. So if you, like, there are so many parents I hear, they're like, you know what? We went to soccer and my kid hated it. He was in the corner, just like kicking the ball by himself. 
but maybe that wasn't the right first step for your child. And maybe the first step should have been you as a, as parents, just actually going out and kicking that ball with your kids for a few times um, at home, making them feel more confident and comfortable to play before they actually joined around a whole bunch of other kids. Um, every child is different and some, and many kids don't like that audience right away of, of adults and other kids watching them. So um, be a role model and just play with them, whether it's, um, and, and it's anything that can be dance or um, gymnastics, you know, getting on the floor with them, just getting them interested in physical activity. Role modeling is the key. Um, the other thing is exploring, you know, like I said, soccer may not work, but try tennis, try, um, you know, dance. basketball, dance, so many different activities. And it's okay. Like it's, uh, you know, when you're young, that's your time to fail. Um, that's your time to try things and, and, and figure it out. And, and, as a kid, you may not like something now, but you might like it two years from now. It's okay to go back to it. Yeah. It's, not, it's like crossed off, like, oh, we tried soccer once and it's over. You know, you can try another year later and they may love it. So um, kids grow at different paces, their interests change. And then the third thing is the socializing sheets. So if your kid isn't into soccer, and I keep coming to soccer as an example, but anything, um, get their friends together to play with them and then they'll start loving it more because when your friends are there that's when it's more fun and it actually feels less like i have to do it and this is just play mm -hmm. i agree yeah <laughs> um what should parents know if they want to raise an athlete ah okay um, that's a different story <laughs> it's a different, it's like opposite ends right so racing an athlete um is it, it the biggest thing i would say is it needs to be self motivated from the child. It cannot be parents pushing <laughs> children. Like if you're finding yourself having to drag your kids to practices, um, you have to reevaluate, like, is this really something coming from you as a parent? Because, you know, you, it's like a dream that you had and it never got mm -hmm. fulfilled, or is it um, really coming from their own internal motivation? So, um, and, and there are many children who are very motivated that want to be become athletes. So um, when it comes to raising athletes, set boundaries as far as, you know, you're not, you may not achieve, you, you may not be able to have, you know, the 20 hours of practice that some coaches are pushing for and be able to balance academics and everything else. Kids' bodies are growing and it's so important for them to play multiple sports um, because, you know, the, having different movements in your, in your body can help prevent injury um, and it builds different parts of the brain. So don't specialize in one thing. That's one big thing that comes with athletes, especially at young ages, have them keep exploring um, and make sure that motivation is coming internally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Cause sometimes uh, parents might accidentally push yeah yeah <laughs> you don't realize it. Toward, I really want them to, I was a great softball player myself because I played on a women's league and softball yeah. when I was younger or girls and then I went into a women's league but I didn't like the women's league as much as I liked it when I was younger and I mean nobody pushed me into that that was just my natural I think talent was to be yeah. a pitcher and and do that you know right, so right. Uh, whatever gift you've been given that's what you're you know look at what your child's gift is Exactly. Um, so what about, um, the 10,000 hours rule? Should I have my kids practice and put in the work in order for them to reach their goals? Oh gosh, yes. I got to hear about the 10,000 hours. Oh, rule. okay. So the 10,000 hour rule, I think this became popular maybe about 10 years ago. It was out of a, a book. Um, I believe it was Malcolm Gladwell, but I, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the idea behind the 10,000 hour rule was that there were many, there were a few athletes. I think Andre Agassi was one of them, a tennis player whose father was just pushed to practice over and over again, the same thing over and over again. And then of course he did reach greatness. And so there was a, a concept running around and there still kind of is that like, if I am going to succeed at tennis or, um, or yeah, Tiger Woods is, is another example. So if I'm going to succeed at these particular sports, then I need to, then my child needs to put in the work. They need to put in all these hours within a week um, and in order to reach it. That theory, when it comes to sports specifically, has been debunked. Now it now it does work in like instrument, musical instruments, but when it comes to sports, it's been debunked. Um, and here's why. Um, because sports is, and I alluded to this earlier, it's about how child's body develops. So when you're doing the same activity over and over again, like a baseball pitcher, for example, pitching hundred times over and over again, they still have growth plates in their shoulders that are growing. So doing that over, um, basically doing that activity over and over again can really cause injuries um, and, and prevent growth. So you, your body needs different types of movement patterns. It needs to rest to recover. Um, so it just doesn't work. So the kids that put in way too much work at a young age, um, that's too much for their bodies. They're the ones that are getting burnt out. Um, and they're quitting sports by the age of like 11 to 13, they're mm -hmm. out. So, um, uh, and then they don't have any other form of physical exercise. So it's better to just kind of Keep it simple. Keep it balanced. We're coming back to balance, um, and um, don't push so much on on practice and and tournaments. And um, you know, just try to keep it simple. It's a healthier way. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. I mean, you really do have to move your body and do other things other than the same yeah. uh, consistent movement over and over again. Especially as they get older. Yes, that's yeah. true. Um, so how can our last question is, how can you tell where your child's natural talent lies ah. as a parent? Yeah, yeah. And that's a tricky one because, you know, it's, everyone has like, oh, my God, my three year old was able to dribble all around, you know, and it's just so talented. Um, uh, you the, the short answer is at a young age, you definitely don't <laughs> because a kid can be really like I can I can have a, a super talented five-year-old who becomes an average 15-year-old uh, you know it's just um there's 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 no way to know so it's just a matter of don't necessarily follow their talent follow their interest and their motivation so if your five-year-old is super interested and motivated about that soccer or basketball then encourage that and and provide them the outlet for that um Talent is one of those things. It's only as good as their motivation. So there are many motivated people who don't have the talent um, that mm. exceedingly perform, um, you know, someone who has a natural talent, but doesn't have the motivation. Yeah. And add passion to that, right? And passion, <laughs> passion and motivation go hand in hand. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. Um, so um, I know you can be found on um Instagram pick at sure. pickup sports fun and yes. Facebook. You have a Facebook group. Yes. Uh, people have to ask to join that, right? Is that a private yeah. Facebook group? It's a private Facebook group called Keeping Kids Active. Yeah, keeping kids active. And we'll have all those links, uh, audience for you on the podcast yes. notes. So you could just click on those. And so tell us um what would you like to leave our audience with? What how can they get this free app? 
Sure. So the app is now available on um, Apple iOS as well as Google Play. Um, we are currently marketing it mostly in the Atlanta area, but it is available worldwide. So you can download it and start play groups and start, um, you know, just organizing your own little sports teams, your neighborhood sports teams to play against other neighborhoods anywhere you are. Um, but go ahead and download it and and see if you can, if this is kind of, this, I call it the laid back approach to sports for kids. So it, it'll bring more time back to your family because your kids will just go out and play in their communities for fun. So please go ahead and download the app. Um, it's called Pickup Sports for Families. Um, and, and we're looking for pod leaders to kind of bring groups together in your neighborhood. And, and I'd love to connect with you and, and love for, to hear some feedback on how it's going. And they, how can they reach out to you then if they want to connect you and start a, a neighborhood? Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, they can either DM me directly through Instagram, the business account. I read all of those messages. Um, or I can leave you an email address as well. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, if you could do that and yeah. tell us on the, uh, on the podcast. Sure. My direct email address, it's just Lakshmi at pickupsports.co. So .co, I'll spell it for you. It's L-A-K-S-H-M-I at pickupsports. So P-I-C-K-U-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot co okay there's no, there's no m at the end and that's also the website right pick up yeah. sports.co exactly com. exactly okay. and is there a way to contact you through that website as well is sure there yeah there's a contact at us uh, section yeah you okay. can find everything there well thank you very much this was awesome um because this is a different little slant on sports and of course academics and sports, I believe, go hand in hand. And, and I think it's very important that kids get out and play. And yeah. you know, there's this play therapy kind of thing out there mm -hmm. as well. That's important for kids with ADHD or other right. uh, ailments. So um, definitely reach out uh, and Lakshmi, uh, Lakshmi, right? Yeah, Lakshmi. <laughs> yep, you got it. Um, Thank you very much for joining me today. I'm glad our paths crossed through a podcast yes. collaborative. Uh, yes. That was pretty cool. And we're here in the same city. Uh, same yeah. city. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, so not funny. exactly the same city, but suburbs. Right, uh, and, and so that's awesome. So I hope we get to meet one day in person too. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you for having me. And I definitely think that there's a cross collaboration, you know, with academics and sports, they go hand in hand. You know, one is pulling from the other and one can work with the other. Kids who are active and healthy do better in academics. So it, there's so much helps, going on. Helps with the brain. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, thank you very much again, everybody. You guys all have a terrific day. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember... I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school.
I can be reached through email at helen at dynamislearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.